Welcome to the Weekly News Roundup. Thank you for being with us. My name is Yaakov M. The massive trucker's convoy in Canada has morphed into something way bigger than anyone imagined. Last week, a massive convoy of truckers drove through Canada 44 miles long to protest vaccine mandates and rally for freedom. Here is footage of the Freedom Convoy. That convoy has now morphed into a massive national movement that's spreading throughout the country. It began with truckers protesting vaccine mandates. It has now turned into a national movement, which is protesting all COVID restrictions and demanding freedom and liberty. Last weekend, demonstrators reached Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada. Organizers said that the protests will remain there and move elsewhere if necessary. Ottawa's police chief called it a nationwide insurrection driven by madness. That's a direct quote. He claimed his city is under siege, and he says he needs more reinforcements. But multiple truckers have told Fox News not only is it an extremely peaceful movement, but they've gotten overwhelming support. The public has been extremely caring about their plight. And Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was asked if he plans to send the military in to deal with the truckers' convoy. Take a look. Uh, One has to be very, very cautious before uh, deploying uh, military in uh, in situations uh, engaging uh, Canadians. Uh, It is not something uh, that anyone should enter in lightly. Uh, but uh, as of now, there have been no uh, requests, and uh, and that is not uh, in the cards right now. All right, we'll see how all this plays out. The Olympics have kicked off in Beijing, China. Now, China, didn't a global pandemic originate there? Don't they have this big lab in Wuhan with lots of coronaviruses, which is exactly in the area where the pandemic originated Probably a coincidence. Anyway, U.S. athletes are not boycotting the Chinese Olympics. In fact, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that Team USA athletes should not anger the ruthless Chinese government by speaking out against their vicious human rights abuses. Take a look. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry about what the Chinese government might do. Crime around the country continues to surge out of control. Here is top Biden advisor Cedric Richmond on CNN. He was asked about the crime surge by Jake Tapper, who pointed out that the cities with record crime surges are run by Democrats. What a shock. So several major U.S. cities have seen record crime, record homicides in the last year, including my hometown, Philadelphia. Why shouldn't voters in those cities not only blame President Biden, but blame their Democratic mayors? Well, they shouldn't. And President Biden visited New York City this past week in large part to discuss the crime surge. Here's Biden in New York discussing his plan to tackle the surge, including more gun control. Take a look at President Biden saying that taking away guns does not violate the Second Amendment. First, we want to crack down on the flow of firearms used to commit violence. That includes taking on and shutting down rogue gun dealers. And again, for any of the press, any of the press listening. This doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon and when the, this, this uh, amendment was passed. And so no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons. But that's another issue. And Biden discussed the need for more social workers to work with the police force. Take a look. 
Look, as I said, we're, we're not about defunding. We're about funding and providing the additional services you need beyond someone with a gun strapped to their shoulder, to, to their hip. We need more social workers. We need more mental health workers. We need more people who, when you're called on these scenes and someone's about to jump off a roof, is not just someone standing there with a, with a weapon. And here is the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, saying that they call him the Biden of Brooklyn. To come together and deal with this fight. We are on the same page. There is a reason they call me the Biden of Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you think that the last person he would compare himself to is a failed president? Not exactly comforting there. The Ukraine crisis continues as Russia continues to amass troops on the border with Ukraine and threaten an incursion in response. Biden has now sent 3,000 U.S. troops to Eastern Europe. Here is Pentagon spokesman John Kirby discussing that. As the secretary said, the United States stands shoulder to shoulder with our NATO allies. As part of this commitment and to be prepared for a range of contingencies, the United States will soon move additional forces to Romania, Poland, and Germany. They are moves designed to respond to the current security environment. Moreover, these forces are not going to fight in Ukraine. They are going to ensure the robust defense of our NATO allies. And here's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki discussing Putin. When the fox is screaming from the top of the hen house that he's scared of the chickens, which is essentially what they're doing, that fear isn't reported as a statement of fact. And as you watch President Putin screaming about the fear of Ukraine and the Ukrainians, that should not be reported as a statement of fact. We know who the fox is in this case. And on Sunday, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said there is a very distinct possibility that Russia will attack Ukraine at any time. Pretty frightening. Take a look. Uh, We believe that there is a very distinct possibility that Vladimir Putin will order an attack on Ukraine. Uh, It could take a number of different forms. It could happen as soon as tomorrow or it could take some weeks yet. Last week, we told you that President Trump pledged to pardon those people who have been imprisoned for breaching the Capitol on January 6th. Well, Senator Lindsey Graham, he blasted President Trump. Take a look. Uh, No, I don't want to send any signal. Uh, that it was okay to defile their capital. There are other groups with causes that may want to go down the violent path if these people get pardoned. But isn't it a dangerous thing to say? Yeah, uh, well, I think it's inappropriate. And President Trump, as we'd expect, responded to Graham, not very happy. Check this out. You talked about the potential, if it's appropriate, of pardoning some of the January 6ers. Lindsey Graham said a couple days later he thinks that's inappropriate. What do you think? Well, Lindsey Graham's wrong. I mean, Lindsey's a nice guy, but he's a rhino. Lindsey's wrong. This has been your weekly news roundup. Thank you for watching. I'm Yaakov M.